Uh, there was nothing else at all in the whole world but football. Welcome to the Triple F for an episode of Under the Floodlights where guests come on to discuss their favourite players, managers or even referees to find out why they think so much of them. This episode will be joined by a good friend of mine, Dave, to find out why Steve Howard is his favourite ever Luton Town player. Steve Howard was a prolific goalscorer for clubs all throughout the English football leagues with a whopping total of 189 goals in his entire career. The prototypical big target striker made a big impact for clubs such as Leicester City, Hartlepool United and of course Luton Town. Howard was a major force behind helping Luton to promotion in the 2001-02 campaign, winning the League One title in the 2004-05 season, Derby winning the Championship playoff final in 2007 and winning another League One title with Leicester in the 2008-09 season. As a massive fan of Luton Town, Dave regards Steve Howard as his favourite player of all time. So, let's find out why, as Steve Howard goes under the floodlights. Um, do you, I mean, are you able to explain the, the whole thing in 2001 and, and like, when um, well, I remember certain games, like, because I can remember, like, going with my dad, like, a couple of my brothers going to certain games, but I can't draw, I can't even remember the York game where we missed two penalties, to be honest, like, yeah, but I remember that season because it was, it was a promotion season and, like, it was, yeah. it was a good season, I think, for us, yeah. But um, I'll, I'll just explain to the listeners anyway, Dave, just just to um, yeah. sort of give them an idea of his sort of start uh, to life at Luton Town. He, um, I think they say it was in 2001, it was against York City. Um, there was a penalty awarded to Luton. Uh, Howard wasn't the designated penalty taker. Somebody else was. I can't remember exactly who it was or I couldn't see who it was. But Howard felt confident enough that he wanted to take it instead so he took obviously took the penalty instead but he ended up missing uh, and then the penalty was was retaken because I think there was encroachment in the box um, and then Howard missed it again um, obviously I think the fans and the, the manager were absolutely up in arms about it um, and I think he got subbed off straight away and then sort of strength, sent straight to the changing rooms and um, However, with you know putting that sort of dodgy start to the side, he absolutely smashed that season, didn't he? Because I think he scored twenty six oh, goals, yeah. and and that you know led to Luton pretty much getting promoted that season. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a good a good season, Howard. I think um, I think it helped having uh, Mick Hartford there as a coach because I think he come from the same area. Steve Howard, so I think, I think yeah. Steve Howard wanted to prove something to Mick Harford because obviously what a player he was as well. Like yeah. back in the days, I think that helped. I think I think it was Joe Kinnear that was manager then as well. Because that season, I think after that season, we had 
issues. Uh, I don't know if you know too much about that either. Where they sacked Joe Kinnear. Well, the show's like a like a singing show, and it was like you had to vote. They kind of did that for a manager, like a manager item. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when we had real trouble with the owner. Like there was a documentary on a on a channel about the club. It's very interesting. Yeah. Beyond the scenes, but yeah. What? So what? In two thousand and one. Luton Town appointed their manager through like a, a competition a phone call. Yeah, yeah he used to call up because I think it was uh, I don't remember you had Steve Cottrell as a yeah. choice uh, Mike Newell yeah. and I think uh, they had Joe Kinnear or he got sacked so obviously I didn't think he wanted to come back to <laughs> so the club like to like X Factor for football managers <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was ridiculous it was it's like modern democracy for you yeah, that's weird, man. Yeah, but, very weird time. Yeah, but um, I I don't know that much about Mick Hartford. What is he like? What type of player was he? Was he similar to sort oh, of Steve he, Howard? Kind of similar, like kind of similar. Yeah, he was built. He used like his elbows a lot. Great mm. in the air. Like I think he personally, I think he played higher level. So before the Premiership, you used to have the old Division One. Um, and obviously in the 80s I think 82 to 90 91 maybe Luton were up there and he was I think one of the best players in that league I think mm. he would I think he would have done more like he played he would have played for England more mm. if he probably was a more fashionable club like someone like Arsenal or Man United or so where, forth I think where did he play most of his career then? Uh, yeah, he played most of it at Luton, um, but then he played for, I believe, Wimbledon, um, Derby, Chelsea. So he's played, and these were relatively big clubs Yeah, at the time as well. But he never really got like a, a sort of run in, in the he, England team. You know, I think he got like, I swear he got like two caps at the most. Yeah. There's a few players in the Luton squad that time, maybe one or two, but... That was it, I think. With Howard, like, what type of player, I mean, was he? Because obviously, from the sort of research he, that I've done, I've, I've noticed that he's a, you know, typical sort of number nine target man yeah, striker. He, so, if you say today's, like, game, you know, mm. like, players like Chris Wood for Burnley? Yeah. He'd be sort of something like that. Yeah. Because I watched the game last night and he's big and strong. Same like how he knew, like, use his head. Most of his goals, I think, for how, like, how he scored were headers. Um, due to his height, I think he was like six foot three and he was very built. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he could use advantage of his height, not a problem. But actually, he played centre back for a few games as well. Because I think come season we were very short of defenders. Yeah. And I think it suited, it didn't look out of place actually for being a central defender, to be honest. Because obviously he read the game well. And obviously, normally you have to be a centre back, you normally have to be pretty tall and strong, which he was. Yeah. So, d- so yeah. he did an almost um, Dion Dublin in that sense. Because I think Dion Dublin oh, yeah. was obviously famous for being a striker but then he had a couple of seasons was it for Coventry I think um, as a centre back as well 
but yeah, you don't you don't really know. That doesn't happen too often, does it? So it's um... no, it doesn't. Not in uh, this day and age. I don't think no, you no. don't see a striker built like Howard that no. could like because they're more athletic now these days. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, if I had to kind of make a stretch and say who would make a good defense, I expect maybe Andy Carroll. I think would, but he's obviously. I think quite similar to Steve Howard in in that kind of regard yeah. as well. Like, Diego, yeah, Diego likes, Costa, strong. that sort of type. Yeah, uh, yeah, because he got. I think he got in his time at Luton. He got forty yellow cards and I think about four red cards, which is for a striker. That's quite a lot, even though yeah. he was with Luton probably like five. He, I can remember one game. I, I think it was against Stoke, and he. I think he went up to like air. Like, I think he elbowed someone right in the face. Hmm. And uh, yeah, he got sent off for that one. I noticed when I was reading yeah. about him as well that he he was quite a um, well, obviously with that penalty incident, um, there's a, there's obviously a bit of an attitude to him. Um, not always not always in a bad sense. Um, he obviously just always wanted to do the best for the team, but sometimes that sort of um, attitude can sort of override into oh, too, yeah, much, too much aggression. I think you kind of need that these days. I don't see. I see a lot of teams these days need a strong player or like strong leader hmm. in the game. I think a lot of you don't like take a, for example like Vieira or like obviously a different position, but yeah, strong player. You need someone who wants to win the ball, wants it all the time, wants to score. Yeah. What made me I... laugh though with Steve Alty? He used to celebrate like uh, Alan Shearer. Oh <laughs> yeah. But he's one up in the air like, and run off like, in the corner. Like, yeah. Which always made me laugh in that he's one. He's from Newcastle as well, though, isn't he, Howard? So. Yeah, I believe that area, yeah, like Durham, Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was just a, a northeast celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally agree with your sort of um, reference that modern football nowadays kind of lacks those type of players. Because I think with, mm. um, I mean, I support Arsenal, so the prime sort of example really we don't have that type of bullish I suppose we'd probably just sign, like Thomas Party's pretty close to that I suppose he's yeah. like you don't always have to be you know kind of like getting red cards and stuff but as long as Kieran Tierney's a good example of that as well just somebody that's like well, oh yeah willing to to put themselves on the line really um but, yeah, a bit of passion, I think. Yeah, and you know, I think the modern game has kind of lacked it for a while. But like I say, we're starting to see these characters emerge again. Was Steve Howard just your typical number nine, or was there something sort of silky? What do you think he was? Um, um, I think he was more than number more than number nine. I think he could he could hold the ball up quite well, mm. um, and he. Obviously, he could score with both feet as well. That was another thing about him. He, he, he could just play very well. But I think you have to, like, especially he loved wingers. He loved wingers pinging the balls into him as well. Like, hmm. that's be a. Obviously, he could do it, obviously, on the floor, but. Which is now, like, more this kind of modern game. I don't think. I don't. I don't think Howard would fit in this kind of football now. Yeah, did did Howard it, score more sort of goals with his head 
or was he? I more? think he scored. I think when at first at Luton he scored more because obviously we were in Division Three. I think that was sort of it suited him because of the way we were playing. Hmm. But as soon as we went up the leagues and obviously when he played for Derby and Leicester, I think he scored more with his feet and he scored a few penalties as well. Yeah. So I think it just shows you, I think the higher you go, you kind of have to adapt to your playing. Because hmm. otherwise you might get caught out, especially in the championship these days. You get caught out so quickly. If he were to play in this Luton side now, do you think um, he'd benefit from the type of football Luton are playing right now? Or, um, or do you think, think Luton would benefit as well? I think Luton would benefit because at the moment I think we are struggling for goals at this precise moment of the Championship. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I think... Oh, you can get that if you want, mate. We, no, no, that's what I said. <laughs> um, but yeah, like <laughs> we, we could uh, adapt to him. Like, certain like clubs have certain players. Yeah. And they could uh, adapt around them. Like when you have a key player, you work around that. But I think if you get a quick winger, just ping it in. I think Championship as well is quite close to the Premiership. Mm. Quite, I say quite close. It's not just, but it's a very tough league. I think with the championship is like if you pretty much look at the Premier League, where it's you more or less you go up to, I suppose like eighth position, but you pretty much there's no difference like all the way down to the championship. Those, you know, that competitiveness, the type of teams that are in there, the likes of your Burnleys and your your and um, sort of Aston Villas and teams like that, you've got them all the way through the championship as well. And I think that's that's why the Premier League is so good at the moment in terms of like competition and the quality that you see on the pitch is because the championship is just so... I think even League One, I think even League One has like real good uh, sort of quality competition in there. And I think that's why the Premier League is the product that we have today I think as well certain players can go the next step as well like from the championship to the premiership mm. I take example of Bamford for Leeds like I think he does better in the premiership than he did in the championship for Leeds mm. yeah as an example I think but I don't see that many players for Luton if we went up this season, take an example, I don't think we'd even get the playoffs this season. Yeah. But if we did, I think Luton would struggle. Yeah. So, sort of saying and, and going on that, um, where you were talking about Patrick Bamford and then certain players that don't do as well um, yeah. like in the Championship as they do in the... Oh, sorry, do as well in the Premier League as they do in the Championship what's your thoughts on Steve Howard do you think he because obviously he had his time at Leicester did he play in the Premier League much? he played for Derby in the Premier uh, Premier League for Derby but I don't think he did that well no I think because he was saying that I think Leeds not Leeds Derby went up too quickly mm. 
But to be fair, he did score against Man United in the league for Derby, even though they got beaten 4 1. Yeah. He still scored. Um, and he also said he um, had his dream come true play, uh, at Newcastle as well. Ah, that's good. Was that he the, achieved that as well? The, the season that he was playing for Derby, was that the, the sort of record uh, lowest ever? Points oh, was it like 20 I points? Or so? yeah. I think it was like 20 points, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that was a season. Like, yeah, I, I think they struggled. Like, I think Howard struggled as well. Like, even though he's very capable of himself, I think with his height and his strength, I think a lot of managers would have picked that up pretty quickly on like watching him. Mm. I think yeah. that's that's one of his like bits of his to his game. Yeah, but I think it's a team game because I think I think if Howard were to play at any other sort of, you know, like you were sort of making that comparison with him and Chris Wood, I think were he in the Burnley sort of team now, I think he would flourish just as well. But I just think oh yeah, because start... yeah, because yeah, because the way they, they play the football, like you know, they have, they're quite a, a physical side. Mm. Especially, I quite like Burnley as a club. Just because they haven't got much money, it's kind of like Luton, really. Like, I haven't got much money, and they play well. Yeah, they they play within their means, don't they? They don't try oh, yeah. anything special or fancy. They just more or less, you know, they go out with a, a system, with a plan, and they stick to the plan. And and they you know, they had a obviously very sticky start to the season, but I think they'll be absolutely fine again this season. Um, Sean Dice just knows how to get them ticking, but I think Howard would have fit perfectly. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh in, yeah, in that mould. Um, but I think with yeah, it's, I think with his time at Derby, it just obviously didn't go that well to plan because um, Derby just weren't a great team. I don't think. Well, I don't think they. Um, I can't remember who the manager was actually. I think it was. Is it? Billy Davis or someone like that. I yeah, think. I was going to say Billy Davis as well, but yeah, with maybe just that it wasn't a decent manager, wasn't the right players around him. It's a shame that and and yeah, maybe it was a case of like what you were saying that Howard was saying that they just went up too soon. But um, it's a shame. It's a shame that Howard has that kind of blip on his career as well. That it's you know that was the sort of record lowest tally yeah. from the Premier League team. Do you think then like his sort of humble beginnings because he started off as a, a roofer in his um, early days and he was working in construction. Do you think that kind of helped his footballing career in any way? I think so. I think uh, it made him humble. I think it made him want it more than a lot of other players because I think he had something to prove obviously same with other players that have obviously maybe played non-league or obviously had another trade before and I think these are good players hmm. take for example of like Ian Wright or Jamie Vardy where they've had to start at the bottom and work their way up and I think for Howard yeah I think at one point though I can't remember who he played for I think it might be in Hartlepool or Northampton he was saying that he was on more money as a construction worker than he was playing for them teams. Oh, really? Yeah, it just shows you how, like, 
the, the wage. When you watched him play as well, did it sort of reflect in the way that he played? Perhaps. Yeah, I think so. Give it, give it, yeah, give it all. He's all like, even though sometimes he was, um, like the point at like York, he had a bit of attitude about him, which I liked. I think he just proved that he wanted to score like as many goals as he could. Mm. And I think to make the next step up, to obviously what he wanted to do. What would you have um, sort of consider? Uh, your favourite moments of, of Steve um, in Luton Township? I think this is I watched a video of him in another interview he did, and this is actually against the team down the road that we played in the Carling Cup um, first round. Yeah, this is going back probably soon, and we beat them two one. And a, before the game, there were a few in, uh, crowd trouble, and he said that he wanted to watch it. But the ref took him off. Yeah. He said, oh, goes, look at what the fans are doing. It means so much to them. And they're obviously, the noise, he was saying that he could, the, he could they were shouting at the goalkeeper and he couldn't hear because the Luton fans were that loud. <laughs> and he loved that passion. Yeah. Which I love about a player because a lot of these players now would have run, if there was trouble on the pitch, they'd probably run off like to the tunnel. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. Favourite, favourite goal? you can think of um, did you ever see a, a Howard oh, goal live oh probably yeah against when we played when we lost against Liverpool 5-3 yeah. in the uh, FA Cup home he mm. scored one of them I thought it was pretty decent to score against um, a big club and also scored in that game against uh, Watford actually so that was against our rivals obviously still at the t- now but yeah that I think I mean so much yeah who do you think his best uh, sort of strike partner was? Well, um, I've got a few actually, because obviously the, um, the leagues that we were in at the time, so like 2001, 2002 season, um, it would have been, I'd say, Dean Crow. He scored about, he scored about 14 goals in that season. Yeah. Considering how it's good, need double that. Um, I thought that was pretty impressive. And then um, when we won the League One title, 2004-2005, uh, two players we really stuck in my mind was uh, Rowan Vine. And this player, he didn't score many, but he scored six, I think, cr- um, crucial, important goals when we need him. was uh, a player called Enoch Shawamni. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, yeah, we, got him, we got him from some non-league because at the time I think we were in administration and we couldn't sign anybody so he played for expenses only hmm. which I think at the time you wouldn't get that sort of a commitment now I don't think um, but yeah he scored six very important goals which we I think we needed them uh, to get to the championship yeah and then when we were in the championship first season, which we've done really well, um, I'd say Rome Vine again. He scored eight. And um, Ron Ruffini, he was, I think he was an all Irish international. Um, he scored six. And even Howard still scored more than that anyway. Yeah. In that season, but um, which was quite impressive for the championship. 
Um, but then when he went to Leicester, though, I can't remember who was good at Derby. With Leicester, um, stuck up with me was uh, Matty Fryatt. Oh, right, yeah. Who, who was a prolific goal scorer, like a little bit different to Howard, but he scored, I think, 51 times in 168 appearances for Leicester, wow. which I thought was pretty decent. Mm. I do think, though, like we did get the best out of Howard for Luton. Like, if you look all at your stats of every club, I think, I don't know what it is, it must be either man management of the heroes at the time, but yeah, they got a lot out of Howard. Yeah. Do you, do you think Howard kind of needed that um, strike partner almost as a bit of competition for him to to want to score the most amount of goals? I think so. And not just the strike partner with him, it's also, I think, wing, the wingers as well that um, helped him ping him the balls. Um, two of my favourite wingers that played at Luton with him were um, Alec Berkovic. Yeah. I don't know if you remember him. Great player. And an uh, awesome little French player uh, called Jean-Louis Valois. We had him in division, the old Division 3. Yeah. He was very silky um, as a player. And he contributed a lot. He scored a lot, a few for himself, but he did uh, help Howard get that target. Do you think Steve Howard was the greatest Luton town player of all time or um... um it was probably the greatest of my era like watch obviously when i was younger watching that time like now luton but he's not the greatest player of all time for luton just because there is some complete legends that have played for the club you got like, two a few examples you got mick harford um brian and mark steen may taylor john artson Matthew Artson, Steve Foster, these kind of players either played the highest level for Luton yeah. or England or even gone on to play for some better, like, I say better teams, like higher teams than Luton and yeah. done even better. Matthew Upson played for Luton. Yeah, he come, he come through the youth system. He might have only played like one or two games, but yeah, he come through the Luton system so did uh, John Artson as well. Like, I think at the time, like that period, I think we were good at producing kind of like an Ajax kind of thing, like where they have some great youngsters, but obviously you have to sell. We've always yeah. been a selling club. It's a shame, actually. Yeah. Um, he obviously sort of had the best time of his career, and I think we've touched on it already, but I mean, the other sort of teams you, you think he also played um, quite well for? Uh, yeah, I do actually. I think um, he did both Derby and Leicester. He got Derby, he was in the promotion season to the Premier League. Uh, he scored 16 goals in that season, which I think is pretty good. And then he did well at Leicester, getting them promoted back to the Championship, scoring um, his whole time for Leicester. 28 goals I think that's some good stats yeah definitely but um, is there, is there I mean can you think of anything else that you'd, you'd like to sort of talk about with Steve 
Howard. Uh, yeah, actually, um, be yeah, being sixth all-time goal scorer for Luton, actually, um, which is pretty impressive, actually, because in say up to two thousand five, that's when he probably stopped playing. Two thousand six, all that time till now, we're in twenty twenty one. No current football player is even close to that target of. I think 103 goals Howard scored yeah um, he, he has beaten a few legends at a club like Mick Harford scored 92 David Moss 94 even Brian Cena well 154 um, but even James Collins who is our main striker in the championship now he's only scored 64 times in 154 games hmm. which is Pretty decent, but I don't think it's nowhere like Steve Howard. I don't think. Yeah, uh, to score that amount of goals in such a short amount of games is yeah, pretty prolific. Yeah, I don't think we'll get a player like that again. So guys, that was the first episode of Under the Floodlights. Join us again next episode where we'll be talking about Zinedine Zidane.